Hey guys, hope everyone's doing great and shit. This week's podcast is actually audio taken from the interview that I did with my cousin Rochelle, who is one of Airbnb's super hosts. I released it earlier this week on my YouTube channel as well as my IGTV. So there was a snippet there and this week's episode is the full length interview we did about her being an Airbnb host and some of the traveling that we've done. Hope you enjoy it. So salutations and shit guys. D. Carrie here, host of Travel and Shit Podcast and I am here with my beautiful cousin, me as an adult. Mm. The fantabulous Airbnb host, Rochelle. Say hi to the people, Rochelle. Hi, people. Thank you so much for sitting with me in your luxurious home. Um, we're in Brooklyn, where you have... How long have you been hosting here? For the last six years. Okay. And you guys have been here forever, apparently. This is a family Ever. home that I just... This is the just, family home that I just gave you informa- information about. Right. So, your father has lived here. And then my grandma lives Your grandmother here and, and your grandfather lived here. Our aunts and uncles have lived here for the last... Hmm, since 1960. I couldn't do that math. Right. <laughs> <laughs> since 1960. Didn't good ask me to help you either. Numbers ain't my ministry. So every, the family's been here since the 60s. And you are now here offering of your home and of your hearts to the lovely people that like to visit Brooklyn. Yes. So what part of Brooklyn is this? This uh, this is Bedford-Stuy. This I was going to say Bedford-Stuy. Do or die, Bedford-Stuy, yes. What has your experience as a host been like? Is this something... Well, clearly you've been doing it for so long, so I'm assuming that it's been a positive experience. It definitely has been positive. Okay, so how did you get into Airbnb? Initially, uh, we had the top floor that was available. The boys were going, your cousins were going, one of them was going away to college, and we needed another income. So we were thinking about renting, and we had never rented before because this has always been a family home. It's always been family, friends. There's never been a rental sort of situation. So we started the process of trying to get it rented, and it just didn't feel good. Okay. One of my friends was a realtor. She put it on, and... It, it just it just didn't go well. Like, I was just not feeling good about it. And another friend was doing Airbnb on the next block. She said, maybe you should try Airbnb. You know, you can rent it. You can get the income you need, but the people don't stay. Right. So I said, okay, maybe that we'll try that route. And we did that, and we never looked back. So I know that you have been the face of couple of well how many did you do airbnb campaigns i know it was the one in the newspaper i know there was a commercial so initially we did the commercial Mm -hmm. i think that was two summers ago what was that like how did you get into that are you like the top airbnb and well i how does it yeah i you know i it's we didn't start for political reasons like i said we needed another income Mm -hmm. but it's very political because new york city doesn't want airbnb it's been this kind of battle between hosting um, the politicians and you know this kind of back and forth thing so we really got engaged on that level um, with Airbnb going to Albany you know fighting to have our right to use our homes the way we want to use them so what was that argument what, what is that so what they were saying at one time what they're still saying is that Airbnb um, is taking away low income homes from people mm-hmm. so 
like we said, this house has always been a family home. There's never been really renters for per se in the home. So that we're not under that bracket. Right. So you can't tell me that. Okay. You know, that, that, that argument doesn't suit us. Mm-hmm. So I should be able to use my house the way I want right. to. You know, want to. Property. It's that property. Yeah. Right. So um, another one is that uh, it was Airbnb is the reason for gentrification. Mm. So, so prior to Airbnb, gentrification was going on. So it seemed that Airbnb has become the poster child for everything going awry in New York City. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of going to Albany and a lot of hosts were just telling their stories. Like, this is why I do Airbnb. And it's been so amazing because you meet people that, you know, worked during 9-11 and that got sick, that got cancer, couldn't work, had no money. So Airbnb became their lifeline. Mm -hmm. You know, people who are disabled, you know, Airbnb has become their lifeline. People like our story, we need another rental income, kids going away to college, we need another income, Airbnb, and it's work for people. So how do you sell people that own their own homes, that are not asking for a handout from the city, you know, that you can't do this in your home? Mm -hmm. So we were just fighting that fight. And, you know, I was around a lot in terms of Airbnb, going to different functions they had. They are philanthropists. They were, were doing different things in the community, like cleaning up the parks, you know, going to schools and reading for the children. So I'm about that. So I just got very involved. And I guess when they were doing the campaign, they reached out to us and said, you know, would you like to do a commercial? Never did I think that it was going to do what it did. But I just said, okay, yes, because we have been a part of it doing so many other things that it just seemed like, okay. But um, it really blew up to be... um, a thing. A thing. Right. <laughs> Everybody I hadn't seen all my life since high school, they were calling like, oh my God, I saw you on TV, I saw you on radio, I saw you. So it got to be a big thing. Mm-hmm. So how is that, is, has it changed at all? Is there, like, what is the current status of, I guess, the political stance of Airbnb? It's just this, right now, it's, it's been very quiet mm-hmm. because the summer just passed and you just, most, most people are on vacation, you know, in terms of um, politicians and Albany, you know, so everything is kind of quiet, it's been quiet. But um, it's just this weird space because even when we were going to Albany, they were saying that if you were in a two-family house and you lived in your house, it was okay. Mm-hmm. But then they were saying, no, that not that's not okay because if you're doing short-term rentals, it's not okay because it becomes um, the illegal hotels. Mm. So it's weird because if you're not doing it for 30 days or more, then it's not legal. And then if you do it for 30 days, it becomes something else because if people stay in your house for 30 days, they have squatters rights. Right. So it's just this weird space as hosts we're in. We just really don't know where we are. Got it. You know, we, we so just they're don't. not telling you you can't do it at this point. They're just making it kind of gray so that it... It's very gray. Mm. It's very gray. But the one thing we do is have... I know in Bedford-Stuyvesant, um, our politicians have really come out for us. You know, um, showed up and said, you know, you can't do this to our constituents. Because at one time, they were bursting into people's houses mm. waiting for um, guests to come in the house. And then coming in, and then they were finding you egregiously. Like, they would come in and say, oh, you have a lock on your bedroom door, that's $1,200. Oh, you have this. And they were finding people, like, like it was bad. How do you find somebody having a lock on their bedroom door? You're not supposed to have a lock on your bedroom door, but who knew that? 
I never knew that. Plenty of people have locks on bedroom doors. I never knew that until we started doing Airbnb. What if your brother's a thief? What, what, why I all of a sudden you are not, to have, you are not supposed to have a lock on your bedroom door. I never knew that. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but only since I started doing Airbnb did I find out. And that sounds Maybe like something my ago. mother would say because there were no doors in her home. <laughs> like, in her house. She's the adult. She's the grown one. There are no doors. Exactly. But that whole, there are no, wow, that's, uh... So they were just, they were things that were on the books that they never really um, used enforced, more enforced. Now they began gonna do to enforce. To yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um... They were charging, they were finding Airbnb hosts more money than they were finding people that were slumlords, mm. you know, right. so, and then people, then they were saying that another argument what they were having was that uh, in multi-dwellings, you're not supposed to have an Airbnb because they were saying that owners were closing out some apartments and just doing Airbnb because they could make more money. Mm-hmm. So, um, people that in those sorts, um, in, in those cases were being fined, but people that were in their own home were having to pay the fines but the other people were having many scapegoats where they ended up right. not paying those fines so it was people like me that work every day you know right we had to pay these fines and people were starting to lose their houses because they were mm-hmm. finding them so badly that they couldn't afford to pay the fines wow. so it was really it's this airbnb thing and hosting thing is not as easy as some people think we've just really been battling right so, do you guys have, like, a network within your community of different hosts, like, in the area? Yes. So, one thing about Airbnb, they, they brought a lot of people together because a lot of the hosts met because of meetups that Airbnb would put together. Okay, for hosts. For hosts. So, in different communities. So, in our Brooklyn community, in Bed-Stuy, there's a host community. Mm-hmm. You know, wherever you are, there's a host community that Airbnb puts together. Okay. That have, they have put together. So you guys do like lunches or dinners or yeah, whatever. and they organize like I said meet us where there will be days where you clean up a, a neighborhood park. Okay. Or exactly. you, oh, you guys are the ones that are coming. Well, together Airbnb sets it up, and then you volunteer and you come out, and then you start to meet other people. Okay. And then from that, you have smaller groups that mm-hmm. pop. You were telling me about one of those really huge um, Airbnb meetups that they did in um, the one in, I think was it LA. Oh, LA, and that was really that one was really cool. Tell me that, about that was not a meetup. What was that? It was like, what do you, when you go somewhere? Like a conference? A conference. Or? So it was, um, it was amazing. That, um, that was in LA and we actually went and they had, um, different workshops for hosts. Um, you met other hosts. It was, I think three or four days mm-hmm. and you went there and from like just relaxing situations to I think Eric Holder was there. Wow. Yeah, he was working for Airbnb for a little while. Mm-hmm. So he was there. He gave a seminar. Um, there were other different philanthropy groups like philanthropy groups like Tom do the, the does the shoes. They were there. They were there doing um, a workshop. So it was it was a, it was well put together. You know they they had other hosts that were also there talking about their hosting experiences mm-hmm. and how some hosts just host to give money to different groups around the world. Interesting. You know, so they just hope to, like, say, a village in Africa or something, you know, like, whatever their thing is, that's what that's why they host. So they have really amazing people with amazing stories. And um, 
it just brought people together from around the world. And that's my thing. That's what Airbnb does. It brings people together from all walks of life. Um, people that you wouldn't normally meet, you meet them through Airbnb. And it makes, I feel like it makes the world a smaller place. Okay. When I'm with my daughter at a roller skating rink in Long Island and my guest from Russia is calling me to say, hey, I miss you. Like, mm-hmm. how you doing? You know, or a guest calls me in the winter and saying, oh, from Australia. Oh, I heard you guys have a really, you know, really bad storm. Are you okay? Yeah. It makes the world a smaller place. Mm-hmm. You know, with all that's going on, um, it brings people together. I know I've had some really great um, relationships with people that I've met while I've traveled whether they be a host or people that I've encountered on different um, excursions and mm-hmm. just out and about and stuff like that. But I feel like as a solo traveler, for one, I definitely enjoy being able to stay with regular people yes. and interact with regular people because it gives you a certain level of, um, there's someone that you can check into that will actually, you know, that cares about how you're, you know, it's how you're doing. It's a level of intimacy with people. Yeah. And I know, for example, um, Tone. Hi, Tone, if you ever see this. She was my host in Norway. Okay. She was so accommodating to the extent where I felt like I was staying like with family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how if you were to go stay with family that you say never met before, but it's like... I definitely if get My it. dad says, all right, go stay with... Um, On so-and-so. On so-and-so mm-hmm. wherever. And I'm like, I really don't want to pay for nothing, so I guess I will. It felt like that kind of experience. Mm-hmm. She picked me up from the airport because she's like, oh, it's a little late here, so you know, I know the buses and trains are going to run. It's kind of cold. I'll come get you. Don't worry about it. Hey, before we get home, let's stop at the grocery store because mm-hmm. tomorrow's Sunday and nothing is going to be open. If you're going to want to eat, you should probably pick something up. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Take your time. I'll be here in the parking lot waiting for you. Hey, I'm actually going to make myself some pizza. Do you, you want to Do you mm-hmm. want to eat with me? And then it's like we sat, she made like, she handmade pizza. She didn't like take out like a DiGiorno from like the the freezer. Like she made us pizza and we sat, we had wine, we talked. It was so great. It was an intimate relationship that was forming. Absolutely. And it was, it's, I've had uh, hosts that do tours for me Mm -hmm. in the area that I'm staying. That's what really made Casablanca really nice because I was only there for uh, like 20 something hours, like Mm -hmm. a little less than a day. So a good usage of my time was the best decision for me to have made that way and just her being able to offer that service as mm-hmm. opposed to me having to then meet up with somebody else yes. i'm already here she made me breakfast gave me time to put my Let's stuff go. together then was like all right we're on our way mm-hmm. so i've definitely benefited from um you know having really great hosts mm-hmm. abroad like you guys are here but i do understand the argument that some how um what do you call it um I guess housing situations are complicated because of people that are hosting. Mm-hmm. I know when I've been, say, looking for Airbnbs while I've been traveling, you start to get a feel for like those hosts that I'm not on site, but I'm very, you know, easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's one thing where I know in some countries it's been where I'm not on site because I live downstairs mm-hmm. or I'm not on site because cause I prefer to have the entire space to myself. I don't yes. like the shared room thing. Mm-hmm. I like having like my own apartment or house. And then there are ones, well, you know, I live with, you know, my kids here or this is and whatever. So this is the space there. But then you also notice the ones where, what was I saying? I don't remember what I think I was looking. I was looking for a place in Atlanta because I'm going to Atlanta next month. Okay. They, what well, it may have been Atlanta. I might be lying to you. Anyway. We have 12 units in the building. 
Yes. What? So I can see how that is. Yes. Like you're 12 units. Like people could be living here. Families I agree. could be here. I see how that mm-hmm. is an issue where people are just buying property up. Exactly. People are buying property. Like if you live here, you buy three houses in mm-hmm. Detroit and then you just Airbnb it out. Yes. Unless you're having someone say, you know, I can see if maybe you're employing people exactly. in that area to come in be groundskeepers or property exactly. managers. live in one floor, exactly. take care of the apartments. And now you do this. That I can foresee as being, you know, um, a reasonable difference. But somebody that just has a ton of property, uh, units in a property, or somebody that just buys property abroad and, like, you never go there yourself. It's one thing to have, like, I know some um, co-workers have, like, um, one lady, another job, She, her and her husband had a house in Florida. And they were renting here in New York because it's just, you know, space-wise, they it, just works. it worked for them. Mm-hmm. But they would rent out their home in Florida. When they weren't there. Exactly. Now, they had a long-term renter, but they had said that we're never going to go down. So for us, like, it doesn't make sense to keep Airbnb. And for us, it works to have someone in there full-time. Exactly. But I had another co-worker that's like, I go down a couple of months out the year. I don't want somebody that's going to be there exactly. at that point. So it's just like, I'd rather let somebody else come in earn an income pay for my mortgage on my summer home exactly and then just you know i enjoy it with my family and that's the, the beauty of it because you can block your calendar yes. as as necessary here we are in your airbnb here. exactly and when auntie, auntie trisha mm-hmm. and auntie sister came we had a family something they were able to stay here because right. i had to block the calendar and they with can their come. own space their exactly. family's not staying on top of each other it's exactly. like you don't have to share the room with like courtney so that you know exactly. she can have that would not happen <laughs> that would not happen <laughs> but yeah i can see that there i understand but i feel like there should but be I more see, thought but i see I, kn- I know exactly what you mean because people are doing that and, oh, and that's what makes it bad mm-hmm. because it's supposed to be a shared economy it's mm-hmm. not supposed to be people renting out um buying 12 apartments yes and then renting them out that's that's a whole that's a, another business yes and that's I feel not like a shared that economy. should be that those are the people that they should target. Exactly. There should be some and type of differentiation been, where it's like someone that's just doing this is like I own my house. How are you gonna tell me what I can do exactly. with my house? Exactly, and that has been the the argument. Mm-hmm. Target those people because those are the those are the bad actors as they call mm-hmm. them. And I was reading, I don't know if I was reading an article or if it was actually something that was like on Netflix. I don't know. It was I think it was on Netflix. There was something because I remember them showing like a like one of those graphics where the of the say twelve say there are 12 listings mm-hmm. of the 12 listings only like three of them are people that are doing predatory listing or something like that and it's thus like the vast majority is life you're always going to find mm-hmm. people in whatever situation it is that are going to be doing the wrong thing absolutely so we, people that are doing the right thing should not be targeted because of the people that are doing the wrong thing right and yes. that's that's been our argument that's our only argument mm-hmm. and then if we have to pay taxes, then let's pay taxes. Whatever, let's come to the table and have a talk and figure out how to how to make this thing work in our city. Right. Because people, how do you tell other people that they can't choose where they want to stay when they get somewhere? Mm-hmm. You know then I mean? it just makes it a monopoly for the hotels. And that's what it's been. And and uh, technology changes, and now traveling is changing. How Absolutely. people travel has definitely changed. How do you decide for me how I travel? I feel like Airbnb has made travel way more accessible for me. Mm-hmm. Like now having the conversation, I'm realizing when I was even looking to, when I go to Atlanta next month, I was looking at hotels and I'm like, no, 
because I'm not staying like, and I don't stay in a comfort inn in the middle of no place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to, and that's within, say, I'm like, all right, I don't want to spend also more than $60 a day, $65 a day. The only options for that is like a really dry mm-hmm. hotel bed with maybe a window and in the middle of who knows where. Whereas if I can spend $60 a day, $65 a day, I can have an entire apartment to myself. Exactly. A full apartment. I can actually have something that's got some character. I can have something where I can cook. I can have, you know, a full bathroom versus, mm-hmm. and I feel like somebody's going to clean an Airbnb better than they're going to clean the hotel because this is someone's property and exactly. I feel like people clean their stuff better than like somebody that's hired to clean something. And then I there's those reviews. So absolutely. you can read the, yes. the, re- the reviews are very important. You yes, read the reviews I absolutely and you do. see nobody, nobody does me a favor by saying good things about me. If that wasn't their experience, mm-hmm. then they're not going to write it because that's not what it's about. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's about you saying what your experience was when you were there mm-hmm. and that makes it easier for somebody else. Because people say, oh, I read your review. That's the first thing they say. Oh, I read your reviews. I read mm-hmm. your review because those are so important. People want to know what the past person's experience was. Yes. And I especially like that I can see when they left the review. It was October 2018 exactly. or 2019. So I'm like, okay, well, they were there this month. They were just there last month. So them saying the bathroom is gorgeous actually applies as opposed to, you know. Somebody was there a year it, ago. Right. Things happen. Life happens, whether it exactly. be like a hotel or even a um, an Airbnb. But they're so much more accessible just because of the price. You, It's so hard to find a hotel that's not in like, you know, a road someplace next to nothing or else. Or beaten road, yeah. You know, or you like by the Exactly, exactly. I'd rather be, and then also when I travel, for me, a lot of what I enjoy about travel is being able to immerse myself country, culturally and just be in the space where regular ass people live. Exactly. So that is not something that I'm getting from being in a hotel. Yeah. Like a Marriott is a Marriott is a Marriott wherever you go. The only thing difference is the language spoken at the Marriott you go exactly. to. Exactly. I mean, it's still going to have the it's same still, it's the same legs. setup, the same it's still thing. Gonna, you know what I mean? It's just they may have a couple of different things different about the food they give you because you know, location. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't like the idea of staying on resorts because I don't feel like you get to really participate in the community or even participate in what it is that area has to offer to people as a tourist. I just know for myself and living in Bedside my entire life, um, there was when we joke about Bedside do a dive, you know, people didn't want to come to Bedside. But the most of the people on this block, not maybe not now, but as growing up, it was they were the same families you know mm-hmm. people died the the children took over the property you know right. it was just like a generational thing and we've always had good people that lived on the block you know it's always been a neighborhood where it's like family mm-hmm. you love your block right? yeah always yeah. trying to get me to come yeah. one day one, you yeah, know, one, one day you'll come <laughs> one day you'll come yeah y'all was messing y'all was killing me with that weird white I'm like it's a it was a, it was a beautiful all white party. We had a good time. We turned all own, the way up. You don't know don't what we do in Brooklyn. White, you, I don't own white shorts. I'm sorry that your parents raised you in Queens, but Brooklyn you is know, a very I, special I place. And unless you've lived it. in Brooklyn, you don't know. No, I get it. Get when it. people ask me, oh, so what's the young lady yesterday? Michaela was asking me, oh, so what's the style like in Queens? And I'm like, I live in Queens. That's not what I do. Yeah, that's not what I do. That's it. I just live in Queens. Like, there's nothing really special about Queens. 
per se. I just like it. I just like that. I'm I think sorry. I like it because my family. I was gonna say because your parents raised you there. My but, family. Um, I don't like it because it's fun. I like it because my grandma's five blocks away. And your father grew up in this house in Brooklyn. So ask him where he comes from. He yeah, I know he's from Brooklyn. Brooklyn all day. Yeah, I get that. But he's so, all that queen's he life was on now. Last week's episode, but. Me and your father. Freaking fried. I know, I know. Ride or die. I need to see that. That must have been very entertaining. Wait, what the kids do? Right? No? I, no. I don't know. <laughs> I'm older than you. No, but I did it. I remember I did it at the barbecue and Cody was like, ah, oh, you did it. So I figured she'd done it for you. But anyway, so what has your experience been as a traveler now that you're a host? Um, I feel like I'm almost critical. Mm hmm. I can. Yeah, I feel like I'm I mean, you're critical. <laughs> I mean, who are you? <laughs> I'm almost critical now because um, I have certain expectations. Mm -hmm. because, because what you provide for other people. You know, when people come here, you know, I want to make sure that they feel at home. You know, mm -hmm. I want them to feel comfortable. I want them when they come in, there's water, there's juice, there's things that you, that you don't have to run out immediately for. Tell, so, tell the people what you provide for you. So we yeah. have, um, when you come in... The property is beautiful anyway, so when you come it in, is. it's beautiful. It's, it's quite fly. But um, we have lens, if you will. water in the refrigerator. We have Pellegrinos. We have orange juice and milk. We have uh, <laughs> bagels and eggs, you know, so that people have something to start with. Right. You don't have to run out immediately. Coffee, tea, you know, we have all these little cutesy things for them. And um, it makes you feel that more comfortable. Yes. So when I go to an Airbnb... When I'm traveling, I, just give me some water at least. Yeah. You know, when I, I get in the building, there needs to be water in the refrigerator somewhere, you know. And if I find nothing, I'm greatly disturbed because it's about you know, hosting. What is hosting? Mm -hmm. When you host for people, you know, you, you try to pull out some amenities for them. Yes. So when there are none, I'm very disappointed. You didn't read those reviews, did you? <laughs> <laughs> but no, sometimes they don't me. put that in the review. Because you sometimes know, they you don't. know, I and I rather people not when they leave. I rather them not say, "Oh, the fridge ready." I don't want people to know. I want you to sort of be surprised. Okay, yeah, it's like, a, oh my god, it's such a pleasant surprise. Like, oh, this is yeah. Nice. The other day, girls, um, these two women came. They were from Trinidad, mm -hmm. and they got here late. It was like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, and they were like, "Is there anything open?" So I said, oh, "I think let's order some pizza, right?" Mm -hmm. So we ordered the pizza. And I went down to my bottom bottle of wine. They were like, oh, my God. Oh, like, so nice. But because I understood that you traveled, like, you need to relax. You're winding down. It looks like it was a girl's trip. So mm -hmm. why not start with a bottle of wine? Right. I mean, But they wrote trip. in the why review, not? oh, she gave us a nice bottle of wine. I don't want everybody to know oh, all well, the things. I get that. But I know that those are things that I put in there just because it's like I want other people to know how special someone else has made me feel in it. Because yeah. I know that. Because there's some folks going to start looking for wine when they get here. Oh, and okay, it might not saying. be for you. You mm -hmm. might get some chocolate. You might get something else. Mm -hmm. You know, Back so. Apples or something. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know why that's a first thing. I don't know. Because it's apple picking season. I don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know that. <laughs> I know. You wouldn't know that. <laughs> but um, I don't always like people to tell because mm -hmm. I like to have a little surprise. Yeah. Something in the bag. You know, yeah. One um one woman came in her um it was her son's twenty first birthday. So I said, okay. What are some of his favorite things? Some of his favorite things. So I put up together a little basket. I mean oh, that's so cute. Gatorade, a little candy, whatever whatever I forgot what she told me it was. Mm -hmm. Because it was his birthday and I wanted him to be feel 
Like, mm-hmm. it was something That's special it. for him, you know? That's nice. So a little added touches of if somebody's uh, anniversary, we'll put happy anniversaries all over the place and have things hanging. Because sometimes people tell you why they're coming. Yes. So when they come, we just kind of surprise them with mm-hmm. whatever that thing is it is for them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, little added touches are important for me. Who have been some of your favorite guests? Um, favorite guests? There is a woman from Australia, Kathy, if she ever watches this, who is my bestie now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, one day I was, I mean, I don't know how we just, because it's, you know, it's something magical when people come in your house and they stay with you, it just kind of binds you, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a weird connection and, and, and unless you've done it, you don't understand it right. because you might, you, you start when you messaging people back and forth and about, you know, uh, staying at their place and when they get there, it's like, you don't know them, but you sort of know them. Yeah. You've like this is kind of connection. Yeah. And then when they stay with you, it's just like something happens. You know, like you're checking on them. How you doing? You okay? You need something, whatever, whatever. So I don't know. Kathy and I just got connected. And I was remember she was on the top floor staying with her family. And I was down here about to clean up or do something. So she just came. She started talking to me. She said, oh, I'm going to help you clean up. I said, Kathy, what you're not going to do is you're not going to help me clean up. I said, we can talk and we can kiki, but you are not going to help me clean up. Mm-hmm. And I think that was maybe, she was one, maybe one of our first guests, maybe like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And we have stayed connected to this day. I That's actually so nice. just texted her because her daughter's in, in Texas. And I forgot what part of Texas she was in. So they had that thing in Houston, you know, the okay, right. flooding. So I just said, oh, is Karina okay? Whatever, whatever. You know, so we've remained besties. I mean, we email each other. Uh, every two months to, to give each other a and recap of, of each other's on. lives and kids and yada 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 so Kathy and I we really had a good time yeah hi Kathy hi Kathy and then I think because you know I'm the mother of three and then mm-hmm. the, the family mother you know mm-hmm. of all of you youngins <laughs> um, Airbnb had a group that came they sponsored them yeah, I forgot what they were called but it was a group the kids came from all over the world Airbnb called me and they needed a space for them and they paid for them to come and stay so the guys were upstairs and the girls were down here mm-hmm. and it was the cutest thing because it was like family oh it's you nice know, a whole bunch of kids I mean they were young adults 20s and I think up to 27 but it was okay. nice having them and a couple of them have a couple of them have come back to New York, okay. stayed with us. Um, a couple of the kids they live in the neighborhood, so when their parents come to visit them, oh, that's nice. Their parents stay here in the Airbnbs, so it's just been this like nice connection. Mm-hmm. And then I have now a French daughter Aww. because her family she was going to school here, and um, her family stayed for like three weeks. They got her an apartment. But she lived like maybe two blocks away, mm-hmm. and she would come here. She came. I don't know. No, you don't do Thanksgiving with us. You do it in Queens with your family. Yeah, with your grandparents. But we did um, Thanksgiving. She came for Thanksgiving. That's nice. She. I mean, she just went back to France. Um, June. She okay. just went back. She was here for two years. Oh wow. So she would come for. I mean, we'd go out to dinner. She would come to the house to hang out. I'm trying to get her. Um, Josh was performing in Paris next really? week. Really. So I'm trying oh, to get her to um, oh. go see him in Paris. So, um, I, we get people that become family, mm-hmm. you know, another girl, she was from Russia. Her dad is the one that called me. Okay. She's here. She still lives in Williamsburg. So we meet up occasionally, um, and, and hang out. She spent Thanksgiving with us one year too. That's nice. So it's just, it makes the world so much smaller. Yeah. You people know, that you're able to, um, vibe with. And sometimes you wouldn't expect that you would exactly. have anything vibable. Exactly. But because, oh, I just need some place to stay for a little bit. And, and then, then I think the misconceptions people have about people of color. 
Right. Just in general. Whatever they've seen on TV or whatever they've heard. Now you're living in a, in a, in a house with, with people of color. You know, mm-hmm. and black people. Now black people. And now you can decide on your own, from your own personal experience, right. who they are. Right. And As not what you've heard or seen. seen or, you know, so we've left with people coming kind of like, hi, how you doing? And, and then leaving, hugging you and, you know, right. wrapping people like dreads around their head because now they're... I don't know about that now. <sighs> yes, it's happened. Yes, it's, it has happened. I'll I've got you. pictures. I believe. And I have pictures. <laughs> so, Pele is my husband, and he has dreads. So, uh, it, it's very interesting. <laughs> He's got babies in his arms. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of things happen. They attach themselves. Exactly. To like, we have black friends now. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's... It's interesting and it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's because good. you can feel when someone is doing it from a place of I've never had this experience before yes. versus when they're like, oh, now I can tell everybody about you. It's yeah, just like, oh, this kind of girl is yeah. different. There's a different authenticity mm-hmm. and you feel it. So, what kind of like real shitty experiences have you had? Have you had any like. Okay. I don't particularly like young people's thing. Okay. My young people? Uh, 20 ishes, you know, 20 ish. Because you have to remind them that it's not a Motel 6, that they're actually staying with people. Okay. And it's not all... No, because I've had some amazing 20-somethings. Mm-hmm. But some 20-somethings are not ready for this experience. Mm-hmm. I had a young guy. And, I, but, and it's all about what you share with them. You know, how you teach them. Because I have 20-somethings. I know how to talk to 20-somethings. Mm-hmm. So I... His family lived, I think, somewhere in Brooklyn. And he booked with us. And um, like I said, we have two apartments. So I'm always mindful of, you know, like noise. Not you can move around, but just mindful of there are other people in the in the space. Not so much us, but other guests in right. the space. You know, so he was here, and then it became like three o'clock in the morning. I'm hearing the gate open and close. Two o'clock in the morning. I look outside. Somebody with red red hair, and I see somebody with blonde hair, and I'm like, okay, this is not a brothel. Yeah, this is not no. Mm-mm. And then it's just noise, and um, people have to say, you know, mm, this is not, this is not that kind of place. Because you know, I'm a mother, so I said, if you don't go up and tell that little boy yeah. that <laughs> this is not, I'm going to go, and he's not going to like me when I come upstairs. So Peter said, you know, and he profi- apologized profusely and ended up staying an extra day because mm-hmm. um, I don't know if his flight was canceled. Something went awry, and he needed to stay another day, but. Once we said what we needed to say to him, right. he kind of understood that yeah. it was well, not that kind of environment. And because we have neighbors, so we're we're ever so mindful of our neighbors as well. Mm-hmm. We don't want people hanging out in front of the house because we don't want that our neighbors, you know, to have right. to experience something because of us. Yeah, you know, so we're always hyper vigilant um, about who's booking, who's staying, not because of any color, gender, you know, but because we're mindful of the people around us in our neighborhood. Who live here. Who live here. This is as much their block as it is your block. Exactly. Your guests are guests here in this space. Exactly. You know. And other guests that we have inside the house, you know, so we can't have a family, you know, a mother and a father and two kids and you have people, you know, it's not that. And we put that in our listing that, you know, we we have two apartments, so it's important for us to be mindful Mm-hmm. Uh, you know traffic you know that kind of thing you know going on because it's a different kind of experience if you want to be in a hotel then you book a hotel right. you have a different kind of privacy mm-hmm. but when you're in someone's house right it's different 
Yeah, that's why know. I prefer having the entire house to myself so that yeah. I can have my host come, you know, mm-hmm. with ease and not, you know, yeah. trample through other people's. Yeah, so that. I'm and joking, I, by the way. <laughs> I love how you didn't even flinch. I appreciate you accepting me. Yeah, exactly. Because, um, and then I have people that try to be slick sometimes. They'll say, you know, it's two people. Mm -hmm. And then when they always say, oh, how do we get the key? You know, how do we get the key? Because some people don't live on the premises, like we've discussed. But we live on the premises, you know, because in New York City, you're supposed to live on the premises wherever you're hosting. Mm -hmm. So they'll want to know how to get the key. And I said, oh, my husband or I will greet you at the door because we want to know who's in our house. We want to let you know that we're here, that we're present right. in the building. And they'll say, oh, um, it's okay if we have another guest. Do you know you booked for for four people and now you got seven? You mm-hmm. know, like, you like, stop, right. stop it. And then, had it, I mean, and if you can fit seven people, do you allow if they can no, fit seven no, people? No, no, okay. I was just being facetious because okay. it's never, you know, you, we don't have room for seven people. But if you book for two people, then two people should be here mm-hmm. if you're going to book for four people then put four people down because it's also a thing of security we need to know who's in our house you're right like if something happens we was oh it's two people and then now four yeah. people are walking out and you or know if they're safe there'd be like a fire or something like, exactly. okay the two are here that's it don't worry about it don't go back in oh well, it's two people yeah. i always say that um we um, i'm gonna backtrack um we went to arizona i told you to Oh, yeah, Young we had like, um, Yeah. And I'm a New Yorker, and I'm always a New Yorker. And every time I go somewhere, I say, oh, it's nice, but I couldn't live here. Mm. I can live to New York. Okay. They got snakes and scorpions. And, you know, but no, no. Arizona, we went, mm-hmm. and I had a great time. I mean, because I stayed with Doreen and Cody. You know, mm-hmm. we did. If, if I wanted to jump off a plane, Doreen would take me to jump off the plane. Mm-hmm. They have a fabulous pool in their backyard. Every morning, I would wake up and, and luxuriate. Yeah, I remember that. And my get section. in the pool. And um, enjoy life. And then I realized it's not so much where you are, it's about the quality of life. Okay. You know, and um, we started off with Airbnb because we needed an additional income. So because of Airbnb, it's allowed us a quality, a different quality of life. We don't have to uh, run and work for jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, we allow, you know, we work, we, we work within the house, but mm-hmm. we work within our house. Right. You know, I think in New York, it's so much hustle and bustle that goes on day to day. Um, it's nice to enjoy life a little bit. Yeah. To you not know? have to work so hard so that you yeah. can have a day, a month to enjoy what you've earned. I know. I'm a, I'm a teacher. I'm an itinerant teacher. So I travel for di- from different schools, you know, throughout the borough. And... Um, I usually have like 50 hours and 40 hours and I'm running all over. I'm, I'm seeing seven cases and I'm running all over the place. And this September, I have three cases. I have 30 hours. And I said, you know what? That's all I, I'm good. Yeah. Because it's a mindset too. Like you're so used to doing one thing that mm-hmm. I have three cases. And I said, you know, I don't have to. I don't have to. Right. I don't need six cases. I don't need to run around until six o'clock at night. Like, I'm good, and I'm good because we're doing the Airbnb. So, it's like, it's important to have, a, a, enjoy the quality of life. I think that's a good point. This way you don't have to, you could also travel more now. Exactly. I, I flip everything back to... No, and that's most more. definitely, definitely, I love to travel, and that's definitely, you know, what we do. And what we'll do more of, mm-hmm. you know, we will do a lot more traveling and just 
sometimes even just simply enjoying your space you know mm-hmm. I don't have to run around because I enjoy my house I can lay across my bed and read my book and I'm good yeah you know so it's just a cool whatever your quality of life is mm-hmm. you can do that as opposed to working do something that makes you happy exactly so how can people do they just and you guys only rent through Airbnb there's no other like uh, we do home away as well it's okay. another um, okay so it's like a do. what is it like a, a home sharing suite is that it's the same thing as Airbnb it's home sharing home Airbnb okay. home away they're, they're both here on home sharing networks okay so people can both do there I'll definitely have the link in the description box you can also go to dcarry.com because of course all associated links um, that's pretty much it guys that was Thank cute. Thank you for saying the day. This is what I do. I like it. I'm glad you Maybe, maybe now that I have time, I can do... Um, yes, you can. I can do a little podcast. Check you out. Okay. Hey. I got the yeah. time now. Right. Because you have time to I do have things time to you do want things because of want. Airbnb. See that? Exactly. Get you an Airbnb. All right, mm-hmm. guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.